1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: In this video, we're going to give you seven smart strategies for working together as a couple in business or ministry.
1: According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 90% of businesses in the U.S. are actually Uh, family owned and operated. Mm -hmm. So this is going to apply to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, that you're either a couple working together in business or you work for a family owned business or you work together in ministry. In some way, most of the people listening are probably going to be impacted by one of these seven strategies that we give.
1: Yes. Personally, we've been entrepreneurial for our whole marriage, 15 years, and we have been working out our differences and how to work together for the last 15 years. So this is something we actively practice.
0: Yes. Stick around to the end because after the seven strategies, we're going to give you one big tip that has actually saved us through different seasons of working together in business and ministry.
1: Yeah. So here we go.
0: Number one, be sure that you create separate workspaces. Now, this might sound kind of like your typical strategy when you're working together as a couple, but it is essential and it's helped us so much.
1: Yes. I actually work out of our um, dining room. That's the formal dining room. And uh, we converted that a long time ago. It was actually my piano studio when I was teaching piano lessons. Mm -hmm. And we converted that a while back. And that's kind of my place where I keep all of my paraphernalia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, you might be thinking, I don't have room in my home to build a separate workspace. And we just want to challenge you, get creative. You know what? You might think, oh, I'm, I'm in a three bedroom house and we have kids. Ditto. We live in a three bedroom house and we have kids and we've been able to make this work. So get creative Couple ideas Adam already mentioned converting a formal dining room or any other extra room you have in your house, like a den or even like a, a landing on a second floor. Um, a lot of people have a nook in their kitchen, like that random weird cabinet space off to the side. Um, something we actually did that's very unique is. We took one of our kiddos rooms that's, it's his room. So it's not my office, but two days a week when he's um, not here and we're seeing clients, we actually put his bed up on the wall. It's a Murphy type bed that goes up on the wall. And then behind me is just a painting, like a pretty painting. So my clients, probably if you're a client, you would never know. I'm actually in my son's bedroom, but it's a a desk on the window with a painting behind me. And voila, we've created a separate workspace. Yes,
1: it just helps to have a place for your work so you're not, you know, working all over the home. And we try to actually keep our bedroom work-free. Yes. So people um, have said, and we actually repeat this saying, that your bed is for the two S's, sleep and sex. So keep your work, your W, out of your your bed.
0: That was free. That wasn't in our notes. (laughs) All right, tip number two ask for work-free conversation. So when you guys are together outside of work, you might talk about work and that's okay, contrary to popular belief. But if you don't want to talk about work, just ask for it. Yeah, We do that often.
1: Yeah, we do. Actually, Gottman found, John Gottman did a ton of marriage research on thousands and thousands of couples and tracked those people for about uh, 40 years So it's actually very, it's a good study. Mm -hmm. Um, And he found that couples that have shared purpose and meaning really do uh, benefit so much in the long run from that shared purpose and meaning. Well, for a lot of people that are in ministry or a business that seeks to serve people, that becomes that one shared meaning. And it's really wonderful because it does open up an avenue for conversations Mm -hmm. that are deep, that are meaningful, that are... Uh, actually there's a lot of fun that comes into it because we get to meet cool people and we get to hear all the awesome stories from you guys of mm-hmm. how their lives are changing for the better and it's really wonderful so, so we do talk
0: about that yeah, outside
1: of work so it brings so much uh, so much enjoyment to our conversations yeah. however all that to say however <laughs> we don't want to talk about business always like it can actually creep into the vast majority of our conversations if we're not careful i remember actually when we were on a drive and we were driving north i think on i-5 and i remember chrissy like you know slips into business conversation (laughs) and i was not there yeah i said you know she was asking something i felt myself getting a little frustrated like really like i'm just not there right now and i simply asked and this is our this is our one of the points or tips or strategies or tactics, whatever you want to call it is simply, Hey baby, I know that, you know, this is exciting for you right now, but right like at this moment, I'm having a difficult time switching into business mode. Mm -hmm. Can we just talk about other things? Uh, can we talk about, non-business matters. I don't care what it is. schedule that conversation. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That right there is so helpful to be able to do. And Krissa actually said something very golden. So say that again.
0: Yeah. Schedule that conversation. Cause if he just said that without the remedy of scheduling the conversation, I probably wouldn't have received it as well because I'd be like, well, then when are we going to talk about this? Mm -hmm. But he said, can we schedule that conversation for another time? Um, And I took my calendar out right then and put it on the calendar. And I think if you're thinking about the same one i'm thinking of it was probably like a month out when we actually talked about it um but it was on the calendar and then you were ready i was ready and we were in business mode
1: yeah so that's a fabulous tip to just remember that you can do that
0: all right tip number three sounds like almost the opposite of number two and that is keep your personal stuff off your work desk now this could be a literal tip or even a metaphor for keep your personal stuff out of your work conversations so here's the deal: you are married. You're in work, business, and ministry together. There are some perks that come along with that, like you're going to be able to, you know, see each other in the hallway and passing between sessions and brush up against each other or give each other a kiss. Those are things you wouldn't normally do if you uh, weren't married or you didn't work in the same building. Um, so those are some perks. But in general, try to keep your personal stuff. Like, oh my goodness. That load of laundry didn't get folded. I asked you to fold that load of laundry this morning. If you're in work mode, try to keep all that personal stuff out of it.
1: Yes. I love that. (laughs) Seriously. And sometimes we also call it out for how it is like, Hey, I feel like we're both stressed about blank, you know, parenting or whatever that is. I know we're going into work mode. Let's try to switch and we'll talk in we language and, and, We'll just call out whatever that yeah. thing is that's capturing our attention and pointing out the fact to each other that let's let's you know switch into work mode. Um, that's really helpful too.
0: Totally, yeah. You, it's gonna happen. You are going to have personal stuff just like you do at your at your job outside of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Like you are gonna have personal stuff that comes into work, but do your best to keep it out of work and call it out if it is coming into work.
1: Yes. All right. Number four, you are a team. Act like it. Um, This is something that we see often when working with couples, that people are not mindful of each other. When you go into work mode, people have different tasks, different roles, and it's easy for there to be um, power dynamics. Power dynamics sometimes do become established, Mm -hmm. and that's not always very healthy for the marriage. Yeah. So... We have to remember that this is the most important team. Business is important, but the team functioning here and how we're feeling about each other and do we feel respected, that is the most important element here. So you have to really go into business with, um, with the other person in mind.
0: Yeah. I mean, really what we're saying here is be nice. You know, like yes. you're, you're a team, you're teammates, even if you're not functioning as a married couple in that moment like you guys are work teammates act like it act like a team be nice to each other
1: yeah so for this and i find myself quoting this verse quite a lot but um it's in first corinthians 13:4 and for all my christians out there this is powerful uh, by the way this is the amplified and i like it just because it really spells things out love endures with patience and serenity love is kind and thoughtful And it is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag, and it is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked or overly sensitive or easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices in the truth. I mean, this is it. If those elements are not in your marriage, and in your team, then you're not leading with love. You're not doing this team with love. And this is simply, this is not a personality. Yeah. This, what we've talked about, oh, well, that's just a nice person. No. <laughs> love is not a personality. It's good. It, it's something that we choose to put on and do. I don't always feel loving, but I have to make the choice in order to maintain my Christian demeanor, my Christianity I choose love mm-hmm. over being unkind or being short or you know just all these different things that I can let allow myself to do but if I don't have love, what are we doing here?
0: That's so good preach it babe. Thanks. <laughs> Something you often say is like your spouse or in this case your uh, coworker or teammate, is God's daughter, God's son. Yeah. So treat them like that.
1: Yeah, they really are. If we could see each other how God sees us, I think it would soften our approach and give mm. us a little bit more caution. Yeah. I tell people all the time, be cautious. Mm. Watch your words. Be very, very careful because they are the most, your spouse is the most important person in the world. Yeah, Just be very, very careful. If we were meeting the president or we we're meeting... Um, somebody of high importance, we would be very cautious, very flattering, very, you know, all the, we put all these things on. And yet when it comes to the most important person in the world, sometimes we're just flippant. Yeah. We become arrogant. Because we, we yeah.
0: we're not putting on, we're not performing, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're trying to just be real, but being real can be loving too. Yes. It ought to be loving.
1: Yeah. And and honestly, you're going to get so much more done when it's done out of love rather than, you know, arrogance or yeah. pride or all these other, you know,
0: works of the flesh. Yes. All right. Well, after that sermon, we're going to get back to some <laughs> practicals. No, that was so good. Um, so, so number five is have a weekly planning meeting. This is something Adam and I do every Thursday unless we're traveling or yeah. you know, something significant is Happening that day.
1: And this is where one half of the couple starts to reach toward the phone to turn off the podcast or (laughs) click the button off YouTube, you know, because a lot of people are like, I'm not a planner. I just, that doesn't work for me. However.
0: Yeah, it's helped. Well, and I guess you could speak as that person who's not as much of a planner and doesn't want to do these, you know, weekly scheduled structured things. But I think what it does for that person being you in this partnership is it really helps you have space to cast vision. Cause yes, we are going over practicals. We go over the um, following week's schedule and we go over all the, the meetings and the to do's. And we talk about our, you know, strategic planning, what's going on for the quarter. How mm-hmm. close are we to meeting those goals? Um, so those things are more practical that I enjoy, but at the same yeah. time you have that space to then say, I had an idea. Or what are your thoughts on this, this big thing that might not happen for another year or two?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It also gives a chance for flexibility and people, they were like, what? Because generally people have a fear that if we get a calendar out and start scheduling everything, they won't have flexibility. Mm -hmm. This is the same fear that people have with budgets and that's why they don't budget. But what does not budgeting do? Well, it really does restrict spending and the things that you really want. You fill, you know, that that void of, you know, I really want this thing, but we buy all these little things, which avoids the big thing that you really want to buy. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, with with scheduling, time. Remember that you don't create time. You don't make time. When people say, like, I'm gonna make time for that. No, yeah. you don't make time. You have to manage time. And when you have a lot of things on your plate, especially for couples that are high performing or they're you know in ministry or business they have a big business there are a lot of pieces going yeah the only way to manage all these things with lower stress and to allow your brain to take a breath is to know that i have this on the calendar right now i can get to it later but right now let's focus on this one thing or like i was saying a little bit ago schedule in your time like Mm -hmm. here's my freedom time yes So oftentimes when people don't have schedules that are joined, they never end up with that free time right? because other things are now being taken up. So
0: there's a bonus tip on number five is share your schedule with your spouse. Yes.
1: (laughs) We have a shared schedule. We've done this probably for, I don't know, eight, nine years. Or longer. Um, And it's really, really helped us manage all the different elements of our life.
0: All right. On to number six. Communicate effectively. Now, this is a broad umbrella tip, but it has so many specific things underneath that. I'll give you one, for example. Um, Be assertive. Ask for what you want or need as a business partner. You know, don't, don't shy away from really just being direct with your requests Um, that could be in writing. Sometimes I'll send an email to him if if we're in separate sessions or we're in separate places, or it might be in person. If we're in a meeting or sitting across from the table, I'll just say something directly. Hey, I really need this or I would really like to do this.
1: Yes. So much can be said on communication, but especially with business and ministry, there has to be a flow of conversation. There has to be a safe place. There has to be confidence. Mm -hmm. that we can create a safe place to talk about hard things or where here's where you made me feel uncomfortable in this public situation like there has to be the ability to take influence and know that the other person if your case is well presented will take influence from you Yep. so seek really that that flow of communication um that will go so so far yes. within a marriage.
0: Uh, one note under this umbrella of effective communication, and it kind of goes back to the tip on love, being gentle. Love is gentle. Love is kind. Um, but you know, when a spouse is sharing something or an idea or brainstorming, and I'm preaching to myself. So like if Adam's brainstorming, I have to be so careful to respond with love because I have a tendency to go into critical mode really quickly and be like, that doesn't work because of blah, 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 or that doesn't even make sense, or... I don't like that title. And, and I have to be careful to say, huh, okay, where are you going with that? Or, um, okay, that's a good start. What else could we do that kind of plays on that? And just be gentle because that's going to make for much more effective teamwork, brainstorming. Mm-hmm. That's Brainstorming shouldn't be evaluative mm-hmm. at first.
1: Yes, yeah, so what she's talking about happened about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told Chris, should we bring this into our conversation here? And she's like, okay, fine. <laughs> So, I got her permission on this. I'm not busting her out. (laughs) Yes. But here's the thing. So, I can easily switch my brain into creative mode, right? And when it's creative mode, I just let things fly and then, you know, wait a little bit to let the net catch it all and we'll sort it out later. Mm -hmm. So, when I'm in that mode, it's really hard where I'm like throwing out ideas and then Krissa gets critical. Yeah. All that to say, like, what? So, what I did in that. I don't even think she realized what, how she was coming across to me, Mm -hmm. but it was sounding very critical. She's like, that doesn't even work. Why would you say that? I'm like, I'm in brainstorm mode. I could have got offended, but I just, I turned to her and said, Hey baby, you're sounding very critical right now. Can you please work on that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she said, okay, you're right. Sorry. It's like, we're in brainstorm mode, right? And that helps
0: when he reminds me we're in brainstorm mode. Like Uh, That helps me put my brainstorm hat on and go, okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're not in edit mode. Right.
1: So free tip.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, it kind of goes under that communication category. Um, But that's part of communicating effectively. All right. Number seven. We're almost done. Mm -hmm. All right. Schedule trainings and workshops as vacations. This is a perk of being a married couple and being in business or ministry together. You get to schedule these events, workshops, trainings, go get better at what you do and count it as a write off and enjoy the trip together.
1: Yeah. We figured this out that we love learning together. Um, It's wonderful to be entertained. Um, We've done a lot of that, like, you know, flying different cities and just, you know, eat and have fun and check things out. And then we've had like super adventure places that we did Um, But another option that we really like is, hey, let's go to a training about something that we really like or Mm -hmm. enjoy or that will help us, give us an edge in what we do. Yeah. Um, We found that to be very invigorating.
0: Yeah. So like the week this airs, we're actually going to Entree Leadership in Nashville and we get to really enjoy our time. It's a vacation for us, but we're going to be learning a ton about business and leadership. And um, you can do this together and you can do this separately. Um, Just a week after that, I'm going to be going to the Turning Point USA um, Young Women's Leadership Summit. And that's something I'm going to go to by myself. And it's healthy as business partners that you have these trips together and separately. You can have trainings by yourself too. Mm -hmm. So um, incorporate both. And that actually is a hint at our final thing that we're going to be sharing with you that has really helped our marriage
1: yes, so uh, the the thing that's really helped our marriage is remembering the otherness of the of the person next to you. yeah, they are not you. they're very different from you. Thank God. They fill in maybe your own blanks. <laughs> they fill in your weaknesses, and so we have to be able to take influence and rely on each other. Yeah. That takes humility because. Um, I've seen a lot of people get really stuck in their business or their position and they don't want to take influence from the other person. And any influence given or offered feels like an attack. Mm-hmm. And you have to first know, you know, we don't have it all figured out. Right. We're working toward a better us or a better me. I'm working toward a better me. Yeah. And I know that she has some of the best insight in the places that Adam needs to work on. And that takes humility. But hey... I understand that I'm only human and I'm working on it and I know that I'm welcome to offer her things that I see Yeah, in a leadership position or in business. This is so helpful, mm-hmm. you know, take influence. Don't, don't immediately push their Hey, you know, you, you may have come off a little bit harsh to that person. You know, that's very helpful because you might offend someone if we're not careful, but also, if you know yourself that you're not as aware of those things, be more willing to take that, uh, that advice or that, um, that, you know, feedback, feedback yes. yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause as much as we work on our togetherness, we have to also work on our otherness, our separateness. And, um, Part of that is complimenting each other. So sometimes there will be things that Adam does, and he just shines, and and I'll share that with him, even though he knows I admire him or I respect him. I'll actually make a point to share that with him. Just yesterday, um, sometimes we work with like people in a family unit, and so like he works with the husband, I work with the wife, or he works with the couple, I work with their teen you know, daughter or son or uh, et cetera. So anyway, I had two instances yesterday where clients shared, Adam really helped us with this or man, I'm really seeing this differently ever since Adam said blank. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to share that with him. Like, It's great to hear that, you know, he's making an impact and I'm proud of him. So I'm going to share that with him. So do that with each other, whether it's customers, you know, in a retail setting or uh, a product that you worked on and you got positive feedback and you know that was specifically your spouse's idea. Share those pieces of feedback from customers and clients with your spouse.
1: So important. Thanks, babe. I appreciate it.
0: Welcome. Um,
1: (laughs) And actually, that's something we regularly do. Yeah. um, I remember... Chris asking, I don't know how many years ago, but she said, Hey, I wish that you would just uh, express appreciation for me doing the bills. Mm. By the way, I don't do the bills because I am not organized like that. (laughs) (laughs) So we organize our tasks by competency, not traditional. Um, So she wanted just to me to recognize the fact that she does it and it's hard and she has that all on her plate. It's on her mind. And so just me saying, Hey babe, thanks for doing that. Because often she'll say, Hey, I'm doing the bills today. She didn't need to tell me. And I know that it's difficult to do that. And so she's probably looking for, hey, you know, good job. Hmm. This is this is an us thing. You know, you're doing this for us and I yeah. appreciate it. So just recognizing what each other brings to the table and complimenting them on their excellence, that goes such a long way. And by the way, there is research behind what we're saying. If a couple's ratio between good and bad dips uh, under five to one, so five good things to one bad thing, um, it actually starts that the couple really starts to feel it. And it could be easily, you could easily slip into negative sentiment override. Mm -hmm. So you start to see everything negative.
0: And by bad thing, we just mean negative interactions, Right. right? So like, Um, criticisms or some failed attempt or something that didn't go well.
1: Right. So you can actually like being in business together. So if you don't like at this moment being in business together, maybe you need to look at that five to one ratio and start to up it.
0: Yeah. So we encourage you, listen to this with your spouse if you're not listening right now together and go through this list and rate yourselves on a one to five scale. So like number one, how well do we do at separate workspaces? Well, we attempt it. Like maybe one of us sits on this side of the couch and the other on that side of the couch. Um, Maybe we'll give ourselves a two. Um, but you know try to go through this list find out where you are right now on each of these seven items and then ask yourselves what's something we could do like what's our lowest hanging fruit what's something we can do to really change in one of these seven areas to just go up by a number or two maybe we don't have completely separate offices or maybe you know we're not gonna um have you know vacation this year that's a training but we could plan one for next year and we could be looking forward to it
1: good And also you can, you could think of and and talk about what is the most important aspect or tip that you heard here and communicate that to your spouse and start working today uh, on the business that you hoped at the very beginning of your business creation that you hoped would be created and actually
0: work on liking each other. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we'll see you next week.